It's May, and welcome back to Beauty Talk, the podcast where I irregularly post episodes and where we talk about all things beauty. On today's episode, we're going to go through weekly roundups, talk about the dangers of the knockoff beauty industry, and then we're going to answer some listener-submitted questions. All right, starting off with our quote of the week. Even now, as broken as you may feel, you are still so strong. There's something to be said for how you hold yourself together and keep moving, even though you feel like shattering. Don't stop. This is your healing. It doesn't have to be pretty or graceful. You just have to keep going. And that quote is by Maxwell DeWeo. My beauty tip of the week comes from a struggle that I've been dealing with this week, just that I'll put on my eyeshadow and then I'll do my mascara afterward, which is the way you're supposed to normally do it, and then I will get smudged mascara on top of my eyeshadow. So instead, I suggest that you do your mascara first. You can use a little Q-tip with some micellar water on it to wipe off any extra that gets on your lid. And then do your makeup look and you'll find that you don't get those smudge marks. For my product of the week, I mentioned a little while ago, I think on my last episode, which I skipped last week because of Mother's Day. I really have to tell you guys when I'm going to take a break. That's, yeah. But anyway skipped last week. So the week before that, I said that I had just received my hollow taco package. I bought their entire pastel rainbow holographic collection. And I've been testing it out for two weeks now. And I want to give you a little mini review. It's my product of the week because I really love it. It applies in thin coats. The brush is really nice. The packaging is really nice. It doesn't get gloopy as long as you make sure to apply in thin coats. It will be completely opaque in three thin coats or one thicker coat, but obviously I just prefer thinner coats because they dry quicker and overall it just works out better. The hollow looks really subdued in natural lighting and then as soon as you put the outside sunlight on it, or an artificial light on it. The holographic sheen is so pretty. My personal favorites are this pinky magenta, which I believe is called Coral Chaser. Not entirely sure, don't quote me on that. Then a blue, like periwinkle-esque one, which is called Sparkling Water. And then probably my absolute favorite is the like pastel-y pistachio sage greeny color which is called mint mojito um the whole collection was 98 dollars, but you can now only buy the polishes separately because that was limited edition so i think each polish is 14 dollars, and then when you get the collection box which i think this collection had maybe seven six or seven that seems about right you get all of them and then the collection box is free but it's just 14 times 7 or whatever. You can do the math. I'm not going to do it. But I highly, highly recommend checking out some of these sage. Probably the best nail polish that I've ever used. Definitely, definitely recommend that. 
My main personal update was that Mother's Day was absolutely amazing. We live in the Bay Area, so we went up to San Francisco to the Vincent Van Gogh um, exhibit there, and it was really cool. They took all of his art and kind of digitalized it and put it on all the walls, ceiling, and floor, so his art would kind of like fade in. There were transitions. It was really, really cool. The music was super loud. I had to put in earplugs. But that was really cool. I made a cake for my mom that we really liked. It, had, it was a white, like, frosting. And then it was lemon-flavored and had little rosettes all over it. So pretty. And then other than that, I've been preparing for my school debates. I'm really confident I have one on this upcoming Monday. I'm recording this the Friday before this goes live. So next week, if I remember, I'll tell you about how my first debate went. Fingers crossed that I win, but um, we're, discuss we're debating on whether we should build a colony on the moon, and I'm arguing we should not. So I guess if you're interested in that argument, and I get a lot of questions about it, maybe I'll share more about that. And finally, um, thankfully, I'm not really having any, um, like, issues with beauty other than my face is a little dry after I get out of the pool because I've been swimming twice a week for a couple weeks. I've already talked about this and how chlorine affects your skin, so, you know, it dries it out a little bit. Just have to use a little bit of a thicker moisturizer. I've been really getting into doing proper makeup looks every day, like nice, chill, and casual that's been fun. Uh, yeah, let's get into our beauty news. We have some interesting news this week that isn't all launches, so I hope you enjoy that. So my first piece of news is about a black hair exhibit, which is called the Black Hair Experience Exhibit for specifically black women generally. It was founded by Alicia Brooks and Elizabeth Austin Davis, and the exhibit is now headed to DC. It basically follows like through the decades, the different products and techniques that um, black women and black people use to style their hair. If you don't know, I'm white. Um, but I think it's really cool they kind of have these like pegboards and shelves and just like vintage products. So it's gonna be super nostalgic. So if you live anywhere near Washington, DC, or even if you don't, I would look up where the exhibit's going next because that seems like that could be really, really cool. My next piece of news is actually really cool. Zara just debuted a brand new product category, which is makeup, in partnership with the legendary British makeup artist Diane Kendall. They've launched Zara Beauty, which is like a trendy product-like line. Um, Zara did a little bit, like they did some like matte lipsticks, uh, 12 shades I think, in 2018. Um, but yeah, I think now that they're trying to make like a more permanent dive into beauty, I think it's a really smart business move. And I'm really interested to see what they come out with because it's looking like they're going to create their own line and not stock other brands' products. 
Next is that Glossier's grant program for Black-owned businesses is back in spring of 2020. They had a thing where they pledged $1 million to Black communities, and they would give grants to these businesses and try and help them, and they're doing that again this year, which is really awesome. Next up, excuse me if I say this wrong, but Kristen Calvary has launched her new skincare line, which is called Uncommon Beauty. It launched, um, I think, just yesterday, so the Thursday before this comes out, and I haven't had a look yet at what's in it, but I thought I would let you know about that. I believe she starred in a British Netflix show or something. Then we've finally got to some of the launches. The first one is that Urban Decay is launching a Prince collection. It looks really cool. It has the You Got the Look eyeshadow palette, which is $55 and features a lot of purples and some yellowy oranges. Then they have the Kajal eyeliners, which are $25. They have one Dove's Cry Liquid Highlighter, which is $32, the All Nighter Powder, which is $34, the Multitasker Brush, which is $28, and then the whole set you can get for $250, and that launches on the 27th of May on Urban Decay stuff, but you can have you can go to their website and pre-order it on the 21st of May. Next, we have a collection that I might buy from, which is that Jouer Cosmetics have revealed their upcoming French Rivera collection. It features the French Rivera Matte and Shimmer Eyeshadow Palette, which contains nine foil matte and shimmer shades inspired by watercolor skies. There's like a peach, there's a light blue, a light purple, some nudes, it's so pretty. They have like a sagey green. That's what I might buy. And then that is only $34, which is actually pretty good for this brand. They have the blush and bloom cheek and lip duos. And those each cost $32 and are also really pretty, like corally peachy tones. This is all really up my alley, in case you were unaware. And then they have the Honey Kiss Shimmer Lip Kit, which includes a shimmering shine lip balm and a long wear lip liner and shimmering nudes, which is $38. And the collection will be available on the 18th of May at JouerCosmetics.com. Again, I might buy from this one. Another one that I think is a really cool idea, I don't know necessarily that I would buy from it just because it's not really my color scheme as much as it kind of is, but kind of not, and that is Seat London are launching a collaboration with Edna Mode. If you've never watched Incredibles or Incredibles 2, she's, or if, sorry, if you have, she's the lady with the round glasses haircut she's very short she takes care of jack jack she makes all their superhero costumes she's iconic um but that's edna mode and this features a face face and cheek palette which is 39 dollars, and has two peachy kind of colors a lot of like reds then there's like one purple purple shimmer and then like a bright bright teal 
They have the Soft Matte Lip Powder, which is $28. Gel Liners, two shades, which are $19 each. The Lip Powder is like a dark burgundy. And then the, like, I guess lip liners are a bright teal. And then, like, a coral color, which is kind of the color scheme. The packaging is really, really cool. And this collection launched also on the 13th of May at Seat London. Then Colourpop Cosmetics are launching a Malibu Barbie collection celebrating 50 years of the Malibu Barbie, which includes the eyeshadow palette, which is $25 and has a lot of pinks, a lot of nudes, a couple orange shades, and a couple of blue shades. Very fitting. The Super Shock highlighter just $12 lip duos in like bright pinks and nudes which are each $16 in Dreamhouse Malibu Sunset and Golden Beach a sh- set of lashes that are very fluttery a little heart mirror and the full collection cost $99 and that also launched on the 13th of May now this final collection launched a couple days ago but I wanted to talk about it because I think it's cool to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Clueless, Hip Dot are launching a collection inspired by that iconic film, starting with the 411 eyeshadow palette, which is $32 and has some blues, some pinks, a lot of nudes, a little bit of orange. The Total Betty's lip oil set, which is $24 and features nudes in a bright red the totally clueless blush palette which features like kind of pinky shades which is $26 the clueless three-piece pin set just $28 and then the whole bundle is $82 oh and you can get shares like locker set box it which is like a phone that looks like lips is $108 and those launched on the 11th of May. You know what that sound means? It's sale time, the weekly segment where I give you one sale on your radar so that you can save your coin because let's be honest, beauty is expensive. This week I want to talk to you about something that I stumbled across on Ulta's sale page, which is that almost all of the products they have right now are IT Cosmetics products which are on sale. Like there's one that was normally $74 and it's now $34. Like there are some massive sales if you've been looking for anything from IT Cosmetics. I highly suggest that you check this out. I don't know how long they will be on sale for. So for our first proper segment before we get into all of y'all's listener questions, I wanted to talk about something that I've been seeing a lot, which is counterfeit beauty. So you might be most familiar with counterfeit makeup. You might have seen it in stores like Marshalls, Ross, Dress for Less, or you might have seen it in markets or on YouTube. Like some YouTubers will buy the fakes and use them and like see if they're as good as the original. 
And today I want to talk about that industry of knockoff products. Maybe you've also heard of knockoff designer. And I want to talk about why it's so incredibly harmful and why these people should not buy these products and why you need to be very certain that you are buying the proper products. So without further ado, let's get into this kind of scrambled explanation of my thoughts on this. So a really good standard case example of something that would happen specifically in this case with counterfeit makeup is this. So 18-year-old Rachel McLaughlin shared images of her swollen lips on social media after she used a fake Kylie Jenner lip kit. So she lives in Northern Ireland and she purchased the product for $4 and the normal ones cost $29. So that's a warning sign. She knew it was fake. She wanted to try it anyway, but that's a warning sign. If it's not a similar price to the one on the official website, it's probably fake. A couple hours after she applied the lip gloss and reapplying it a couple times, she noticed that her lips began to swell. By the next morning, her lips and face were inflamed and she had blisters inside of her mouth, according to Healthline. It, she wrote in a, her sister wrote in a Facebook post, quote, this is the consequences of a fake Kylie Jenner lip kit which could have ended up in a fatality if not treated as soon as it was, end quote. The LAPD took some of her lip kits from the same batch, and they tested positive for feces, cough, cough, literal poop was in these products. That is absolutely disgusting. Some of these fakes are incredibly, incredibly realistic, and it's really hard to pick out the ones that you should be buying. Con quote, consumers should only purchase cosmetics from trustworthy companies and authorized retailers, end quote, said Dr. Sonia Betra, a board-certified dermatologist in Los Angeles. If the price is too good to be true, if the packaging is discolored, missing a barcode, has a lot of grammar mistakes, it's likely a fake, and yeah. Another quote of this is, quote, counterfeit makeup often contains known carcinogens such as arsenic, beryllium, and cadmium, end quote, and that's according to Dr. Bobby Buca, a dermatologist in New York City and a contributing founder and chief science officer at First Aid Beauty, which is a skincare line that I've talked about before, and a lot of these bacteria can lead to scarring, burning, and even disfigurement. A lot of these eye products will give people eye infections and you know if you've ever had a friend who has an eye infection you borrow their mascara and you get the eye infection it's like this but with total strangers if you buy a product and you suspect that it's a fake after using it stop using the product if a rash appears avoid scratching it clean the skin with soap and water you can then use petroleum jelly 
aka Vaseline, calamine lotion or hydrocortisone cream to soothe the effective area. And if the rash or irritation persists or gets really bad, you can go to the ER or to a doctor. We've talked about makeup thus far in this segment. I really quickly want to touch on counterfeit medication because normally when you see a medication, does it even occur to you that it could be fake? It's actually a huge industry and the FDA very clearly regulates medication in the United States to stop this from happening, but it's the huge issues in countries such as China, quote, Medicines are not ordinary consumer goods, and strict legal requirements apply to their sales, supply, manufacturing, distribution, advertising, etc., end quote. And that's according to a spokesperson for the UK Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, or MHRA, And then start the quote again. Medicine must hold a marketing authorization to be sold and supplied legally in the UK. This provides a guarantee that the product meets the standards of quality, safety, and effectiveness. And quote, fake medicines can, though, easily be made and no country is unaffected by them. What was once considered a danger that was limited to low and middle income countries has actually become an issue worldwide. The rise of the internet and access to manufacturing equipment has made it easier than ever for these illegal distributions to happen on an even larger scale. Each year, an estimated 250,000 children around the world die as a result of fake malaria and pneumonia drugs alone. And then there are also fake vaccines, antibiotics, and other things that lead to death. Which is why it's very important to only purchase medicines either directly from your trusted Medicare provider, check with your insurance, or if you go to a place like CVS or Walmart and you're entirely sure, you should always research what you're doing before make sure that drug actually is FDA approved, but this is also a huge issue. So in conclusion, I just wanted to let y'all know about this and how actually dangerous it is because not a lot of people realize that a lot of the times it can lead to really severe physical issues, sometimes even resulting in death. And I think it's an important thing to talk about. And now, just at the end of this segment, I'm going to answer a couple listener questions that I've received via Instagram, via Anchor. Some people email me. I don't know how the heck they found my email. That's kind of creepy. Um, Anyway, my first question from... I'm going to try and pronounce this right. I apologize. Niharika Jane is... What can make my skin glow naturally? Personally, I find that there's not a ton you can do. It is true that some foods will, like healthier foods, like grains and vegetables can improve your skin and make it look more glowy. Although honestly, I think the best thing to do is apply sunscreen or even highlighter if you need to. I find those make your skin really glowy. 
One thing that a lot of people struggle with is skin texture. And sometimes when you reduce that skin texture with ingredients such as hyaluronic acid or niacinamide, you actually see a smoother surface on the skin and therefore that reflects the light better and you'll get this glowier look. So the main thing you can do is to just eat better, and then try and smooth out your skin texture. And that can be really helpful in getting that kind of glowy glass skin look that you're looking for. My next question from Nikita is, are Ipsy Glam Bags worth the $25 a month fee? So if you're unaware of Ipsy, it's a little bit different than other bag-like subscriptions. Instead of it giving you a discount on products and you get to choose which goes in your bag each month and it's just about paying for an overall discount, they select products for you and if it's makeup or foundation, they'll have you like put in your shades in other foundations to try and match you with ones that will fit your skin online. But you sign up and for $25 a month, they'll send you a bunch of products. Generally, it's about five or six products, maybe a little less than that, depending on. I generally find that even though I haven't used the subscription, a lot of my friends have, and the boxes come out to about $100 worth of makeup. And since everything is full size, I definitely think it's worth it if you want to try new makeup. But I think for people that are looking for a particular thing, or they're very just like particular with stuff, I guess, it might be less of a good thing because let's say they send you a powder blush and you are a cream blush person. You just can't use that product and you can't send it back. And so I feel like if you're kind of pickier with your makeup, it might not be worth it for you. But in general, yes, I would say it's worth it. Next, we have a question from Mally who asks two questions. So I guess two questions from Mally. The first one is, how do I detox my scalp and does that help my hair health? I would say yes and no. It can improve blood circulation, which will help your hair to grow a little bit. But in general, things like dandruff, other than an aesthetic appearance, I don't really know of any negative effects that they can have on you. Um, if you want to detox your scalp, there's a couple things you can do. Some brands sell these things called acid washes, which will help to dissolve and easily make that a little bit more malleable. So it'll like moisten it a little bit and then you can kind of scrape it off your hair. And then you have to apply a lot of conditioner to like make your hair less frizzy, but that can work. Although my personal favorite is a scalp scrub, which is like a sugar scrub for your hair. What? Hey, that's O-U-A-I. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce that. But um, they have a really nice one and it makes your scalp really clean. Um, yeah, I suggest if you want to detoxing every couple of months, but it's really not necessary. And then her other suggestion is, have you tried the viral TikTok facelift makeup and does it work? So basically what this is, is that you apply things very differently. Like you guys might be used to, you would put a little square, sorry, a triangle 
of concealer under your eyes. You would put blush in the middle of your cheek, contour on your cheekbones, and like a little bit near your forehead, maybe under your jawbone, and then highlight in the middle. But TikTok has come up with a new one where you put some concealer in the corner of your eye, and then you kind of drag up as though you were doing a cat eye up until your scalp from the like back of your eye near the end of your eyebrows and then you do your contour a little bit higher on your cheek you do your blush a little bit higher up not quite in the middle of your cheek and then you do your highlight in the middle on top of that and it's supposed to sorry this is a podcast it's kind of hard to explain everything but that's supposed to help lift your face. Yes, I've tried it. I have completely converted my routine to do that. I did half a face one way, half a face the other, and I definitely saw a little bit more of a lifted appearance. Honestly, it works best with like cream products if you have a cream contour and such, but I just felt like it elongated my face. It just gives the illusion of a longer face with everything being higher up. You're like, oh, there must be more. It must be higher then. Everything is higher. And I think that's really cool. You should definitely try that out. Next, Valerie asks, what are the benefits of drinking hot water slash how can it help my health? So I don't know about a ton about this, but I did a quick search online And other than some scammy weight loss websites, I haven't found any scientific papers that say that it does anything. I think that it helps soothe my throat when this might be just like an old wives' tale kind of thing. But I've always drank hot water when I have like strep throat or a cold sore or anything like around my mouth. And it helps kind of steam out my throat and clear out the mucus. That's not scientifically backed but that's my personal experience I guess so I can't say that there really are any benefits except for I really like the taste of boiled water and I guess it's more purified because you've boiled out all the bacteria in your water uh most water is pretty good and filtered but like this is kind of like a double whammy so I guess that's a benefit And finally, Amy asks, how do I find my foundation shade? So I can't tell you exactly. I can tell you what doesn't work, which is the whole thing about risks and like the undertone of how your veins look, that's all bullshit. Um, Your wrist color and your hand color is very different from your skin color. One thing you want to consider is for it to look natural, your face is generally a little bit lighter of a skin tone than your body. And if you are going to use a bit of your body, you're going to use one that isn't tan at all. Because your face will not be as tan as, say, your arm or the middle of your leg. Another thing, if you are going in person, I don't recommend buying something online for the first time. But if you're going in person, I recommend that you put a bunch of swatches of ones you think would work just on your cheek or somewhere on your face. And then go outside into the natural sunlight because that's where you'll be. You won't be under their lights. If you've ever noticed your makeup looks different when you're in the makeup store than it does on your face afterward. You're going to go outside, take a photo and see if any of them do it and then wipe it off and try it again and again. And it's really tiring 
but I found a lot more success with this method. I don't know if there's like a ton behind it other than speculation, but um, it works for me. And with that, we've come to the end of another episode of Beauty Talk. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, and I'm going to make a true effort, try and post every single week, and not take a bunch of time off, because let's be honest, I'm just being a little bit lazy. Um, make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, so that you are notified Every single week when I do end up posting an episode, please leave me rate and review the podcast. It really helps me out a lot. Recommend it to your friends. Share it online. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram. It's a personal Instagram and at underscore sips underscore t underscore or on Pinterest at here comes the sunny girl or at May Jean Plant Lover. So without further ado, I will see you next week.